Peace. Bonus. Uh. This is Views from the 7 Podcast. Still mad, this is a squeaking of his chair. Yeah, that fucked me up, man. y'all this is the views from the seven podcast this your guy spence i'm joined with my homeboy skinny yeah yeah and what's happening ivan will be here in a minute it felt hella weird doing that intro and he not in here um <laughs> aka positive <laughs> as always <laughs> you can follow <laughs> you can follow the podcast pages on twitter at views from the seven on instagram at views from the underscore seven and on facebook got views from the seven until ivan gets here you can find him at young al bundy on twitter you can find me on twitter at just call me spence that's j-u-s call me spence s-p-e-n-c uh fellas where can they find y'all at uh, you can find me on Instagram at SkinnyJr777. And as always, you can find me where you found me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, fellas, man? How y'all feeling? Man, we good. Man, good. Bonus, man. Yeah, man, I uh, I just got back from, like, one of the hardest workouts ever. Oh, like, yeah? I ain't even take a shower and shit yet, so yeah. I smell like, like old vagina and... Okay. Sweat. Yeah, I'm glad it's a seat between us. <laughs> just, just a forewarning. <laughs> but um, we have a bonus. Uh, we have Euro and Euros and ISIS. Um, I think it's Euros. Euros. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I oh, say okay. Euros and ISIS. Um, they are swingers and podcasters. Uh, they have they host a popular show called the Priori Society Podcast. They are a happily married couple in their mid-30s with children. Mm. And they lead a secret life as swingers. We are going to ask them to take us behind the scenes into the world of sex parties, non-monogamy, and open marriages. They're also going to give us the juicy details about their wife swaps, threesomes, and other sexual adventures. Uh, an interesting show. Look who decides to join us. Hey, man, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> What's up, man? What's good, bro? How you feeling? 
I feel good, man. You know, I had to peel myself away from uh, an important family situation, but I'm here. You know what I mean? I'm here for views. You good? You do. straight? Yeah, I'm straight. We good. Let's rock. Okay. Uh, Without further ado, here we go. Well, hello. Hi there. How you guys doing? doing? Great. We're leaving a hotel. We just had a, a naughty swinger play date last night. So, oh, oh, a, a naughty swinger play date. Uh, uh, can we hear more about it, or is that on the hush hush? Oh, we'll tell you all about it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We, yeah, we, we, we want to make sure we're coming through okay because we are we are in the car, and as long as your the audio is okay on your end, uh, we don't have to connect to something else like through the car Bluetooth or something. Oh, no, no, you're, you you're, you're good. You're good. Loud and clear. Sweet. So we can just get right into what you guys had going on last night. Let's let's hear the details. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> we met a couple at a hotel. Okay. And this was our second time meeting them, so uh. there was no real need to chit chat and break the ice and all that. So they came straight to our room. Within twenty minutes, we were already getting naked. <laughs> wow. oh, mm. shit. Yeah. So we played around for like two hours, round one. And the last time, now this is the second time we met this particular couple. It's a uh, Latino man, rugged. He does construction. The, the wife is Native American. Uh, beautiful tan skin. Um, uh, exotic, muscular legs, pretty feet. Just tall girl, you know, dances. It has a good rhythm. You know, we put on some reggaeton and then we put on old school rap radio on Pandora. And uh, she started getting real loose and super flirty, a little funky. And... A uh, real beautiful woman, man. Within within 20 minutes, clothes were already off. This was our second date with them, so it, we already kind of got through the pleasantries of small talk and the awkward moments when you, uh, that happen when you're first meeting a couple. So this time we were able to just fast track it and get right to it. It was a great night, and yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. Okay, you said you said round one went two hours. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. How many rounds were involved? Well, <laughs> so, so check, check, check this out. So the, the we, we like to do, you know, two sessions, right? Yeah, at least two rounds. You're meeting a couple for the evening. You know, do it once, hang out, open up a bag of chips, go to, go to a restaurant or fast food or whatever, depending on how fancy the couple is. Some, some couples, they're real fancy. They, they want to do a dinner and wine and... And then some couples are like, hey, let's grab In-N-Out Burger in the middle, right? So we had brought some chips and snacks, and we were hoping to do a round two, but she was at the tail end of her period, and she started spotting a little bit, and it freaked him out. Now, she was good to go. I told her, sweetie, you could do no wrong. (laughs) Yeah, day day three or four is good. What? (laughs) I'll I'll put a towel down, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll... I'm fine with it. You could do no wrong. You're a wonderful person. You made a great first impression last time. I don't worry about that at all. But the the man was a little bit more concerned, and he said, "Hey, you know, maybe no round two tonight because you know she's bleeding a little bit. She's oh, on the tail." No. Yeah, it, it, cut it, it cut it short, man. Listen, I'm iron deficient. I love that blood, man. <laughs> a king. Okay. Yeah, man. You know, day we three. A rare steak eat around here. Yeah, man. Day three or four, man. That's you know that's medium well right there, man. We straight. Yeah. Medium, medium rare. I wanted to, uh, you know, be bloody and juicy, you know. So, so you say, you say you guys, you say you guys like, um, you guys like you, with these couples, you go out to eat and you guys like hang out with them. So when when you're meeting a couple that you're engaging with, do you guys like strike up genuine friendships with them? 
yeah that's our that's our favorite kind of encounters if there's a you know we live a nice solid couple that's going to get it for a while people we can be friends with in and out of the bedroom Mm. um that because you really need to have a good friendship to make that chemistry work so when we can we we find a couple that we have chemistry with all the way around and we can hang out and chit chat you know maybe hang out at the lake or hang out in vegas and um, yeah, and it's mm. and all that works out of the bedroom too. That's that's the best. Well, you know, I, I just want to add something real fast. Is yeah. that it's always nice when you can have a nice couple that you know are good people. You know, they're family people, long term relationship. They've been together for a while. They have a freaky side. They like to let loose every once in a while. Maybe they don't call themselves swingers. Maybe they just get freaky every once in a while, right? They open up their marriage a little bit, have fun. And there's a lot of that. They don't label themselves right. polyamorous or swingers. And so we like a couple that is stable and that we can meet over and over again yes. because screening for quality swingers can be a little tough. Yes. So it's kind of nice when you have a go-to stable of friends that you can call up and have a nice evening Set with. A date with. Yeah. 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 You mentioned the screening process. What is the screening process for other swinger couples? So... What most of us do is join a swingers dating website, right? It's kind of like a Facebook for swingers where you can put up pictures, you put up a profile, you basically give your stats, you know, your age, your height, your weight, some of the play interests that you have. If you're a soft swap, which is oral play only or full swap, which is um, everything, including penetration, full sex. And some people are just girl on girl. So there's all kinds of different play styles that you can, can see right away on your profile what people are interested in what they're looking for and um so we'll you know we'll cruise profiles online people can message each other email each other get a chat going and usually the screening process happens once you look at a profile and if you're interested further you continue a chat somehow either email or you move it to a messenger like kick or telegram or text yeah and then through the conversation you get an idea you get a good idea of you know whether or not you're going to get along with a couple. So do you tell you, you say this all the time? Sometimes people talk you out of meeting them. Oh yeah, the more the more people talk, the more they can say something that either turns you off, turns someone off. Maybe they're they, they get a little too comfortable in the chat, and they'll say something a little too raunchy that'll turn one of the females off or you know a lot of the guys like to joke around and sometimes they'll say something a little bit too spooky yeah. too you know a little, a little too scary and you know you know i'm gonna spit in your face girl or you know something like that in the scene in the porno mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden the girl's like uh no i don't yeah. you know I, I smelled your breath when you're playing basketball that gatorade smell i don't want that in my face right yeah. so <laughs> so you know listen man we're wide open we're here for you guys we're oh, yeah. here for your podcast we're here for your listeners we're uh, not gonna convince anybody to try the swinging lifestyle absolutely Right, that's not our theme, but I know you guys had some wonderful questions, oh, yeah. and there's some genuine interest in sharing with your listeners the lifestyle, which is what, what it's, it's called about. in secret, yeah. the lifestyle. Yes, yeah. really like. And uh, you know, so yeah, shoot away with those questions because we're happy. We got time, and we're here for you guys. Well, um, first, you know, with with meeting a couple, um, you know, your uh, your wife mentioned the the websites that you meet these couples on. Um, mm-hmm. With you guys, is it harder for couples to get you to get your attention because you know you guys are more hidden, so to speak? Like the 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 lifestyle couples that I've ran into are yep. more out there, 
I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But with you guys, you know, your faces are hidden. People don't really know who you are. They can only be, quote, unquote, turned on by uh, what they see and what you guys say. Um, is it harder for couples to get you guys' attention? Okay, so there's a couple things there, and you bring up some wonderful points. Yeah. The first thing is we tell every lifestyler that listens to our podcast, and by the way, we uh, host the Priory Society podcast pretty much found anywhere, and I'm, I'm sure you guys will link to it. Yes, but yeah. they, um, so, so we talk about that the lifestyle is all about sales and marketing. Yes. And it really is because all of life is sales and marketing, whether it's you're talking to your kids or at work or, you know, you're trying to convince someone else or persuade someone else to do something for you, whatever. So in the lifestyle, we uh, do a really good job of marketing ourselves through the use of swinger dating websites. Now, on that website, you have to have premier pictures, which we do. Yes. We do show our faces oh, okay. in what's called the what's called the backstage pass albums or the private hidden, locked. yeah, the private locked albums. You basically give someone access if you like them, and they can see all your hidden folders. So we do show our faces now. Twitter and Instagram. Oh, y'all got all people face. go to us. That's yeah. We don't we don't do that just yet because, yeah. and I'll tell you why in just a moment. My my wife is not opposed to it. She yeah. likes that idea. But when we started our podcast, we started doing it from a position of elevating the lifestyle. So yeah. instead of like, hey, my wife's saying, hey, here's my crotch, here's my vagina, let me spread it open for you. It's more like, hey, it's not about the vagina. It's how you spit your game. It's how yeah. you approach a couple. It's how you, mm. you use your openers. Oh, yeah. It's how you up-level your conversation, your supreme communication. We always tell our, our listeners to engage and to, uh, and, and to really do not only become the best version of themselves and market the best version because that's what's going to give you the best results, but elevate the lifestyle experience, not just for you and your significant other, but for anyone else that you come in contact with, right? Make it great for everyone. So this is why we didn't reduce ourselves to like, Hey, here's my titty. Here's my asshole. You know, mm. we wanted to keep it slightly more elegant. So is the, is the lifestyle the same as being a swinger? Or is there different? Is are there different like tiers? Yeah, there are definitely different tiers, and we we always say, well, swinging. To answer your first question, swinging is a part of the lifestyle. Uh -huh. So within the lifestyle, there's a whole spectrum of display levels, an umbrella, if you will. And on one end, there are people who just want to go out and party in a sexy environment. They don't play at all. Maybe they're voyeurs. They like mm. to watch other people play, mm -hmm. or they're exhibitionists. So a husband and wife will play only with each other, but in, in like a playroom where other people can watch them and that's how they get off. Um, and then there are people who are only interested in having a single female, like a, a couple that might want to engage in a threesome mm -hmm. and they're looking for a single chick or a single dude to join them. And you got, you know, soft swap couples that will, like I said earlier, only um, do everything, including oral. And they'll make out, basically. They'll make out, and, yeah. Exactly. And they'll suck it, and that's it. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got full swap couples that you know actually swap husbands and wives. Yeah. And then there are people that really get some feelings sometimes, and and it's called polyamory, where they will develop a relationship with another couple, or have one of them, maybe a husband or wife, will have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend on the side yeah. that they see on a regular basis, like they're dating another person or another couple. 
So it's a whole it's a whole spectrum under this umbrella called the lifestyle, and people can either find their niche in one thing, like some some couples are full swap and that's all they'll do with another couple, or some people yeah. are a little bit more flexible. If they meet a couple that's new that only wants to try chicks, then the wife will play with the other girl. So it's yeah. it's flexible. Anything you want to add to that, sweetie? Yeah, the only thing I want to add is that it, it's just like anything else in life. It's the more good looking you are, the more options you have, the, the better in shape you are. Yeah. The, you know, the more you hit the gym and, and take care of yourself, the more options you have. Right. And yeah, so, so, so I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm medium ugly and I'm fat fit. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> my options are so, limited. Yeah. So you need to buy some Damn. roofies, man. Well, you know, the the Bill Cosby special, man. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't listen to my husband. <laughs> no, these guys have a good. They have a good oh, yeah. sense of humor, and I'm sure they're yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah, oh, we yeah. hear all of that. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you guys first got into the lifestyle, when you guys first got into swinging and everything, was it difficult yeah. at first for you guys to be to be in the room while your spouse is having sex with another couple? Yeah, there was there was some of that. I mean, we've uh, we started out just fantasizing and and talking. We've been in it for three years. Oh, okay. And the first year, the first year was just like fantasy talk. Uh, yeah. We were super paranoid. I was super picky. We did nothing we in the first year. We did nothing with other people in the first year. We would go to lifestyle clubs, but we would just walk around, have drinks, meet people, dance, and, you know, check people out in the playrooms, and we did nothing for a year or so. Um, and then once we got started, it was me uh, wanting to try some action with some women, and then that lasted for like two weeks. Yeah, you, she was done with that. She wanted to deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. She wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then we tried soft swap with a couple of women. That lasted for like two weeks. And yeah. because soft swap for us was just a little bit too confusing, uh, and a little bit frustrating. Okay. Actually, and your can, can you, is, you guys are explicit, right? You just, absolutely, yeah, like, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Oh, um, okay. Can you guys expound on that? Why? Why was uh, soft, swap. soft swap difficult yeah. and annoying? It, so a lot of it was because we found with couples that were soft swap only that um, the guy was holding things back from mm. the other couple. Mm. And we, um, we found that the girl was ready to fuck. But the guy was saying, oh, she's not ready. Yeah, they hadn't worked out their their issues just yet, and unfortunately, we ran into those couples that caused us to question. Hey, clearly, everyone in this room wants to do it except the guy, and then the guy's coming up and telling us that she's not ready, but she just told me in the bathroom that she wants me inside her, and and she's already like kind of uh. grinding real hard on me, right? Yeah. And so we we looked at it this way: soft swap. We were only soft swap for two weeks. And that's because when we go to Las Vegas from Los Angeles and we drive to Vegas, about a four-hour drive, we don't stop at Prim, Nevada and call that Vegas. Yeah. Prim, Nevada is okay. a small town right before Vegas, about 40 minutes. A couple casinos, a Chevron gas station, and some outlets. I mean, we go to Vegas, Thanks. we go all the way to Vegas. So we, we, we want right. to do a full swap. Right, right. We, we want to do a full swap. Um, we, we don't want to be so turned on and then say, okay, well, I'm only going to jack you off now. And it's like, well, yeah, we rented a room. 
I took you to In and Out Burger. I got you the double double. <laughs> that double double for sure got to lead to something else. Yeah. And, and now I'm just going to get jacked off? Come on. So, yeah. this is why the screening process is so important. So, we wouldn't even meet a couple right now that soft swap unless they are fantastic and they, we can groom them and cultivate them into a soft swap couple. And usually they'll mm. tell you that. They'll mm. say, look, we haven't found a couple that, you know, we that does it for us. We want a full swap. You guys seem amazing. We just haven't found that couple. Well, then we'll absolutely soft swap with a couple that we know has some potential, right? Right. Mm. Okay, now this question is a, is a pretty much a two-part question because you guys do a lot of talk about couples in the lifestyle. Do you guys ever engage uh, with singles in the lifestyle? That's part one. And if you do engage with singles, is there ever a fear of someone being so great sexually that your partner has no, wants nothing to do with you anymore, basically? You know, or is there ever a fear of losing your partner to that person, basically? All right, sweetie, what do you have to say about that? Well, as, for us, neither one of us has a fear of losing each other to an outside party. Okay. okay if that guy crazy. wants to take on my debt and my lady's American <laughs> Express payment history, I'm okay with that. Right. <laughs> she can see me on the side. She can see me on, on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you can have parts of my body, but not my heart. And mm. so that belongs to my husband. Mm. And we're, mm. we're very much in love, and the lifestyle has actually brought us so much closer. More clo closer than I thought we could ever be. Yeah, we've been together for 15 years, guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. That's a, that's yeah, a long time in these days. Yeah, yeah. We're married, got, you know, got two kids, and. And so the, the whole thing about the fear, there is a genuine fear out there that generally comes from low self-esteem issues. It comes from couples that haven't ironed out their issues yet. Exactly. Lack of, yep. And also uh, lack of uh, clarification on boundaries. And uh, there are a lot of men out there. You asked whether we would play with a single, and the answer is absolutely. Okay. The, the issue with a single guy or a single woman is actually the same issue it's pretty tough to find a quality individual that can provide a great experience that would substitute us being with a couple. Now with okay. a couple, we're both in action. We're both trying out a new partner. We're having a great time. Everyone's busy in a threesome scenario. You're, you're still doing it with your own partner. There's just someone there also doing stuff. So yeah. they have to be truly amazing. And I'm not talking about just stamina, but, you know, just a good person, a good woman that doesn't smell like, you know, she eats at the lunch hour over at the Long John Silver. Oh, my the, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> a, little, a, a little pH imbalance oh, going on. Yeah. You know, you, you su supreme hygiene and all of that. It, it, it's kind of tough to find uh, uh, someone who's funny someone who you can hang with at the club or maybe grab drinks beforehand or this uh, shutdown that's happening now, some bars aren't even open. So you have to maybe this couple last night, we met them directly in our room. Yeah. Rarely would we do that. We only did that because we knew them. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, our meet and greets are out in the public in a bar. Yeah. So we can exit out if need be. Right. Sweetie, what else? Do you <laughs> um, I also wanted to say, if you're looking for a single, you know, to, to be part of a threesome or whatever, that person needs to know how to stay in their lane. Mm -hmm. You know, they need to really understand their role mm -hmm. in your fantasy. And they're there for you. Oh, I've seen you listening. 
to help you fulfill that fantasy. So yeah. if, if you, if you happen to find that one or two or three, you know, it happens. There are great people out there that, yeah. that understand the lifestyle and the dynamic with a couple. If you know, they're, if you find that person, that's, that's wonderful, but they, they need to know when to leave mm. and they mm. need to know, you know, when it's time to go. And, you know, some people will find that a single guy or a single woman might start texting too much or communicating with, one of the individuals too much so what a lot of people will do is make sure that all chats are part of a group chat and everybody knows what's going on and you know so there are ways to get around um you know pitfalls like that but it really does come down to screening people i want to give a i want to give a tip to all the single guys out there that are listening in a single guy and i know your audience is savvy but just in case you have a new listener a single guys in in the lifestyle is known as a bull and a bull provides mm-hmm. pleasure, right? And you know he'll come in. Some people will call him a solo male or a bull. And for all the bulls out there, or aspiring bulls, right? You want to break into the lifestyle. You want to have some fun, you know, and, and enjoy some nice couples, single chicks, parties, all that good stuff. It's a wonderful time. One thing for the bulls right now is that they need to become wonderful listeners, yes. and they need to adapt to who they're going to see. For example, we'll get messages all the time that say stuff like. I have a 10 inch penis, I'm dominant, I'll rock your world, and it's gonna be a night you'll never forget. And immediately we think, well, number one, the penis length, okay, fine. If it's 10 inches long and super skinny, we've all seen those penises, right? That's gonna be annoying for my wife, (laughs) right? Uh, But the other thing is, if you're dominant, you never have to say you're dominant or you're just a beta male, okay? Yeah, a, a real dom would never have to say that. Just like a real wealthy person would never have to say, "Hey, man, I, I'm 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 doing really well in life." Right? You'd never have to say yeah, that. That's so, right. that's, yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing. the The other thing is, they don't. They're using a one size fits all approach because of what they see in Pornhub or in movies or Ten Shades of whatever, or the Fifty Shades of whatever, and they think that that's what couples want. When in reality. They have to ask questions because they don't know that we, if they would just ask us a few leading questions, we would say something like, hey, you know what? We want someone with a cool sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, dick is dick size is no big deal unless you're hung like a tuna can, you know, a, an inch and a half long and 10 inches around. Yeah. That'd, be, uh-huh. that'd be weird. Right. But, um, you know, if you're a nice person. And you're, you're going to hang. You're not going to steal a Bluetooth speaker that's 500 bucks or Harman Kardon, right? I don't have to have my wallet. Right. Right? I don't have... You know what I mean? I don't have to worry that you're going to try to order room service steak when you visit us. All that stuff. You know what right. I mean? So if, if we feel safe... We carry firearms, all right? We have to still carry permits, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, yeah. We've been shooting for years. I mean, we're always, you know... We're always good, so we're not worried about uh, either theft or someone hurting us. But what guys need to realize, a tip for the bulls, is ask questions so you can modify your approach to who you're speaking with. That's the first thing. Second thing is, uh, you know, be a real good individual, right? Work on yourself. Take care of your body. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, guys? You guys uh, you guys going to turn me over there? <laughs> yeah, police right outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, you know, we in a part of Las Vegas that, uh, they don't show on you TV. know, they don't yeah, show, they don't on, show TV. on TV. Uh, <laughs> no, we, no, we know Vegas, man. We love Vegas, man. We're there all the time. So anyway, those are just a couple tips, and we, we give out a lot of tips on our podcast, so we invite people to come over and listen as well. But if you have any other specific questions I, on the bulls and stuff, we're, we're, we're happy to help those guys out because they need help. Because your uh, approach is really poor right now. Tell we, about we, the we, bull, we understand blood. why you speak so much on couples now. <laughs> no, no we, um, 
I have listened to one of you guys' podcasts. Uh, we actually got a bull here, man. Ivan. Ivan's a, a bull. Been a bull before. Old bull. Uh, old bull. Shout out to the old bull, man. We, we got one. We got one that's a, that's a part of the podcast, so that's a good nice. thing. Um, your your first your first full swap. How would you explain that experience? Oh man, it was wonderful. Well, yeah, we had a lot of. Fun. We recorded two episodes <laughs> on it. On, on yeah. episode, uh, what was it, 30, 38? I, I can't remember, yeah. but it, oh, it's yeah, actually yeah. titled "Our First Full Swap." We, um, we, okay, so <laughs> we full swapped within a week and a half with two separate couples. Mm-hmm. The mm. first time was failed because the guy broke out in tears. Huh? All right, mm. they didn't. They didn't have their uh, communication yeah. together. And <laughs> the girl, was, the, yeah, the, the girl was a haughty. I want you to imagine this, guys, yeah. for all you listeners out there, <laughs> a haughty white girl, twenty-four year old, with a body like a cheerleader, mm. with a super, super small pink vagina, <laughs> bare, right, <laughs> real pretty face, green eyes. Uh, she looked like the girl from that movie, sweetie, from Transformers. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. oh okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Now we on. Oh, now, now we on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now we on. I, I believe I, I I believe I heard this one. He was with your wife, right, and couldn't couldn't get it together. <laughs> he was having trouble. He was having trouble. He, he couldn't get yeah. it up. He had a nice size wiener, but it actually didn't work very well. And that's the issue with bulls because they'll brag about their wiener and then you get them in private and, and it can't it can't get super hard, right? So you know, and there's oh, stuff there's God. stuff they can do. You know, there's yeah. a lot of things they can do to to help that, right? Macaroon. Save an evening. Yeah, yeah, we talk about that sure. stuff, you know, what they can do. But so the first full swap, it was failed. But immediately we were on the rebound for like a week and we met another couple yeah. that was just amazing in every way. And we had like five different dates with them. And, yeah. you know, we met for drinks, we met for cigars. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up meeting them. At, at, they invited us to their place. Yeah. Yeah. So we did. We ended up going to their place. And it was, it was just real easy, like the conversation. We had drinks in their place. And, it was really nice because we, we played all in the same room, but we were kind of, you know, a few feet away from each other. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like a pile of bodies right. like some people envision. Uh, we like that, but we don't always like that because, you know, it gets sweaty and uncomfortable and people have different, people have different <laughs> rhythms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. we love, I mean, we love to, when we swap, to kind of be on separate beds. When, so if we're in a hotel room, we have a hotel room with two beds. Always, but, yeah. Um, just you get a little more real estate for grown people on one bed. Just gets a little uncomfortable sometimes. And I prefer to focus on my partner and I my husband prefers to focus on his partner too. So um so when we did our first that hot full swap with that couple, it was amazing. I mean, they were really confident, they had their shit together. Yeah. And we almost didn't think we were gonna full swap because they had, had an awkward experience. Um, Someone separated them. Someone took them into two separate rooms before they met us, and they were a little freaked out because they couldn't see each other. And the man wasn't sure if the other guy was wearing a condom. And and the the wifey, uh, our couple, uh, told her husband, hey, that guy was choking me a little bit too hard. So then the the husband freaked out, and he he wanted to be right up close to us so he could make sure. He didn't know whether I was aggressive, right? Right. And I'm not. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I, we don't get into that. I mean, some, some couples are, and some women actually love that. Some women will reach for your hand and put it on their throat. And yes, you, you have to, you're like, yeah. dude, how, you know, how hard can I go here? Or yeah, what? You right. know? So uh, we're not into that. Right. They're not into that. Yeah. And he just wanted to make sure he's looking out for his wife and just like in the lifestyle, you're with the love of your life. You're with your partner. And the last thing you want is to put them in a situation where it's dangerous or someone's going to try to, you know, be a little aggressive or, or, or whatever. So 
we like we like to swap in the same room, separate bed okay. or separate little area. Mm-hmm. But with a couple that we know very well, we'll do separate room. We've done it where we rent two separate hotel rooms and we just yeah. say goodbye and we and we separate and we meet up later in the evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is yeah. is it is the the rule usually same room, like same room, same space, or different room, or yeah. are there other modifications like uh I can take your wife to some other place. Like, is that still considered well, a like a full swap? Yeah, you go one place, and... of course. Yes. Here's here's the thing though: if we if we rent a room at the Win or Encore, and you're trying to take my wife to the Snooty Fox Motel, <laughs> you know that's not an equal exchange. You need to right. we're at the Win. You need to take her to the Encore. Yeah. All right. Mm. Something equal. You know, you can't go to Motel Six. Yeah. Right. But um. So there are modifications, but the most common thing is for a couple, two couples to swap in the same room. Okay. That's where that's where most people's comfort level lies is um, if they can see their spouse, they don't necessarily have to be, um, you know, touching each other. But a lot of people love to be on the same bed. Yeah, um, you're going to find your listeners are going to find that that's the most common approach. Yeah. Couples will rent one a one bedded hotel room yeah. and they all want to be real close. Mm-hmm. A couple things. The man wants to make sure the other guy's always wearing a rubber yeah. and he wants to make sure he, the other guy's respectful. And so they do that out of fear. Yeah. But it ends up being a little bit uncomfortable, right. which is why we always get two beds. Yeah. They're still good. They're still, everyone's in, you know, in, within, within a earshot and, and they can see each other. Yeah. We dim the room and stuff. Oh, yeah. We, ha- we set up a whole, we call it a central sanctuary in our mm. hotel rooms or playrooms. So yeah, I see, nice. man. Y'all be having the lights, nice. the lights going down. Yeah. Got a nice candle, so it smells good. We got, you know, music bumping, something that's danceable, something you know, or, you know, my husband will ask the woman, hey, sweetie, what do you like to fuck to, basically? Yeah, what like music, what music gets you horny? And yeah. she'll say, whatever, whatever, and I'll say, hey, well, give me one artist, and she'll say, okay, well, I like this, and then so I'll just put that on my Pandora. Yeah. And a big tip for you guys, listeners out there, you have to pay the $5 a month for the Pandora that doesn't give you the commercials. You don't want to be in action. <laughs> and then an all guy comes on. Yeah. Uh, what does the all guy say? Are you in good hands? Are you in good hands? Hey, we know that guy, man. We met him a couple yeah. of times. He belongs to a private club in L.A. where we live. And uh, oh, he's always... He's always there. What's his name? I can't remember his name, but he was in a bunch of TV stuff. Yeah, I just uh, remember Snake Doctor. Snake Doctor. <laughs> yeah, we'll show the yeah, but you don't want to be in, you know, like, hey, girl, you know, listening to some good music, central music, and all of a sudden, hey, a new treatment for hemorrhoid just came on the market, and you're like, come oh. <laughs> on. Right. So, so, yeah. so would you guys be, would you guys doing full swaps in the same room? How often is it? I know you guys said you guys kind of like to have your own space, but to be in the same room, how often is mm-hmm. it that you guys actually interact with the other couples as why you're, you know, while everything is going on? Like, actually, uh, it happens. It happens occasionally. We'll do it if the other couple really wants it as part of their evening. Mm. Um, what happens is a lot of the time, if a couple really wants everybody to be involved, then we might start that way, but then kind of end up migrating over to different areas later on mm. so that I'm with the husband on, you know, one bed and then my, my husband is on the other bed with the wife. Couples will tell you that yeah. if they, if their high value is to be together, they'll make sure that you know that. Right. And yeah, we, we've been with the couples that they actually want to be 
in contact the entire time. They either want to be holding hands, they want to break away from the swap, and then they want to kiss each other for a little bit. Right. And that's their high value. You know, they yeah, they I'm not, I'm not they get off on it. Yeah. How, they how, want like the orgy style, you know. How much of it? How much of it is a competition? Like, if you if you see your wife over there getting fucked, are you like, all right, man, I need to make sure I fuck his wife yeah. better than he's fucking my wife, or like, how much of it? Is <laughs> like, damn, okay. he giving my wife the thought cock, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man, you're hitting my wife all the way at the bottom, man. I can't reach. Shit. <laughs> I can't reach your wife. No. So here's the deal: there is no competition. That's the first thing. We 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 call it pacing. Some guys. We'll, we'll start off real slow. A lot of guys want to do oral for like 30 minutes and, and then they want to kiss and sensual. The big thing in the lifestyle, as you go in and you start experimenting, you'll find out that the big motto is the following. I want you to fuck my wife. I don't want you to make love to my wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want you to fuck her. Yeah, I want you to take care of her. You know, don't 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 play Mr. Steal Your Girl. She's not going to go with you. All right? You're, you're not going to replace... You're not, you're not going to move into our gated community next. You're not going to replace everything. She's not going with you. Um, but, um, you know, take care of her real good because that's the idea. We love each other so much in the lifestyle, not just us, but every other couple, that you want the best for your spouse and you want them to experience the maximum pleasure of all the different flavors and all the different shapes and all the different cool personalities and love styles that are out there. So there is never a competition. If, if the guy is going slow and he's taking his time and his wife is telling me, I want to feel you inside me. Well, I'm going to start, you know, drilling like a jackhammer, and he, he can take his time. He yeah. can he, he he can do what he wants. I don't care. That's none of my business over there. Yeah. What he what him and my wife is are doing, it doesn't matter. Because yeah. here's the trick, guys. In the lifestyle, there's always like a timer. You guys ever, you know, you, you bake a cake or something, you, you flip the timer. There's always a timer of when one of the guys is going to ejaculate, and the session is going to start winding down. And because you don't know their play style yet, you're better off getting to the work right away and getting to it as opposed to doing your real slow oral for 30 minutes and then you realize the other guy already came yeah. and then they want to leave and you're like, dude, I haven't even, uh, you know, I haven't even warmed up yet. Well, that's your problem, right? Mm. So you're feeding off the vibe of the entire room. Maybe I'll glance over there. The guy will look over and like last night, the girl went over and she kissed her man for a little bit and then she goes, every time I, when I come, I want to pay and you made me come really good, so I'm gonna go pee. So she disappeared while my while my wife and the husband were still doing stuff on the bed. Yeah. I, you know, I poured myself a drink. I don't need to be up in their face. I don't need to go. You know, I caress my wife a little bit, perhaps. But you know, they're having a good time. I let my wife have a good time, right. and then I wait for his wife to come out, and then we get started right away again. So yeah, yeah you there, got, it's just a vibe, man. So so in a, a vulnerable, you you've never. Speaking of that, like you've never had that. a vulnerable moment, like you, you know, you sitting on the bed with with right. with your glass, and you like, damn, like he fucking my wife. He's fucking the shit out of my <laughs> wife. You gotta say well, it all. He's that, fucking the shit out of my wife right now. <laughs> well, the, the truth is, yes. Okay, I think we all experience a little uh, a little bit of self doubt every once in a while. But here, here's how we reframe it: instead of me saying, "Oh, damn, I could never do that." Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know if I can measure up to that. My thought process is usually the following. You know what? I arranged this for my wife. She's the love of my life, and she's getting taken care of real good right now. I did that shit. And guess what? We did it together, and we're going to be able to talk about this for years to come, and this is amazing. 
and I love it. So it's always, it's it's usually that. We reframe it in a real positive sense. It's never like, oh, woe is me. It's really never like that. Those thoughts never really enter. Someone who still has that type of thought process is probably going to have a real hard time in their lifestyle because they're going to have overwhelming sets of emotions. We call it the constellation of emotions. After every play date, you know, they're going to be filled with a rush of emotions. So it's probably best to hold off in the lifestyle until you have everything in check. And the confidence is such that it, you, everything is able to be reframed in, into a good, uh, just a wonderful scenario. Right. Yeah. Is that, and, I, is, and I have to oh. add, I have to add something here that our, my husband and I make sure we make it a point to help each other know that we're number one for each other. Yeah. Like my husband knows he's my king, and I know I'm his queen. Yeah. And it, in the course of a date, I'm never going to be all over a guy, you know, handsy all over him, flirting on him, kissing on him. I never do that because I respect the couple, I respect the woman, and I, I'm just not that easy anyway. Yeah. But yeah. if I see the girl start to flirt with my husband, I look for cues like that just to make sure that the date is going in that direction. Yeah. You'll so, match the wife usually. Yeah. yeah. So I, if I know she's on board and she's into my husband, then I, I'm okay getting a little more flirty. And then in the bedroom, same thing. I'm not going to you know, make a bunch of noise, like, oh, my God, you're such a great fuck. Oh, my God. You know, Marta, you know I don't You're the biggest I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, really stre- you're really stressing me out. <laughs> oh, shit. So... So is that your... I'm sorry. Is that your, is that your only rule, like, you can fuck my wife, but don't make love to her? Is that your only, only rule? And Isis, what are your rules? So we, we are pretty simple when it comes to rules for a swap session and there are two main things one is no anal and and the other one is no domestic violence fantasies like don't try to enact some kind of crazy no choking no no blood don't pull out your fucking spikes or weird shit right you know big toys you know that look like a dragon big fat dildos no weird shit right maybe later if that's something that we develop but not in the beginning so those are the two main rules yeah and like while i do So we make sure that everybody's on board before we get naked. Yeah, we usually have all the rules set up before we meet them. I mean, we already kind of know what they're all about before we arrange a meet. So by the time we meet, everything's already there. We know we don't have to repeat all the intake questionnaire, you know, awkward. It's never like that. It's more like, hey, here's music. Let's make some drinks. Let's 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 uh, let's see how dark it gets in this room, and then you know we'll pull the the blackout curtains shut and have a good time that way. But in terms of the rule about fuck my wife, don't make love to her. That's a rule that's out there in general for the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't mind if someone is sensual with my wife, as long as the wife is also sensual. You know, we love getting right up against that polyamory border. If there's a really nice couple that, you know, they want to hang out a bit more often Mm -hmm. and and they want to get super flirty and a little bit more emotionally attached, Mm -hmm. that's fine. I think the big thing with the lifestyle and the huge misconception out there is that we are together 
with you know mind, body, spirit, everything. But our bodies were able to share with other people. Right. So we capture our hearts, but our bodies, yeah, we can loan it out for an evening. You know, we can have a good time. And so that's the big thing in the lifestyle that uh, couples are confident enough that they're able to, you, you know, share their partner and still be madly in love and there's oh, yeah. no animosity. And if anything, it just makes everything more intense because when they're making love the next time, they're talking about the guy or the woman yeah. and yeah, so it's a good time. I've uh, I've heard of parties where you, um, where they're called key parties or something like that, where you basically go and uh, people put their, their car keys into a bowl or whatever. And the women, right. the women go and they pull car keys and whoever car keys they pull out, that's who, that's the man they leave with. Have you guys ever heard about those? Is that something you guys ever thought about doing? No, we have. We've never been to one of those parties. It's never come up. That, that, that's um, it's a big tale that's been told since like the nineteen twenties, thirties, forties, and nowadays, it, no, yeah, it it really doesn't work like that. Now it would be fun, I think, but generally people are so picky. We're so picky. That if my wife pulled out a key and then she looked at the guy, she'd probably drop the key back into the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Hey man, I, I, I don't care. I don't care that you have. I don't care that you have a Hyundai Elantra. It's not about the car. I just looked at you and, you, and it looks like you don't know how to floss, man, on your teeth. You know." <laughs> So, uh, no, um, the key party, it's, it's a big myth out there. Generally, the way house parties work nowadays is it's more like a kickback, right? A little backyard yeah. kickback, music. Um, the, the, the host will sometimes charge a fee. Sometimes it's just free. Yeah. $20, $30, $40, $100 per couple. People will bring their own booze. Uh, the host usually provides mixers, all the sodas and all that stuff, snacks. And then, you know, there'll be music. Some, there's a pool, jacuzzi sometimes if that's available. And then generally people will mingle, uh, get into the jacuzzi. And then, you know, you kind of start identifying who you're attracted to and talk to them. And there's playroom set up. Generally, that's the vibe of the the modern key party. Right. It's more fluid. It's just like a, a, a gathering. And then you'll make a selection. And maybe you don't hit it off with anyone and you just end up enjoying the social aspects of the lifestyle. And you're still a lifestyler right. because you love the environment. Now, we've been to a couple house parties, but we only ended up swapping with another couple in the same room that, were both, that both came there together. So it's not like, you know, I went off with one dude and my husband went off with another random female from a different couple from a different, yeah. different couples and some people will do that um and we talked about it we're like hey if we come up in this scenario get another house party and you like this girl i like this guy we're a real case like, splitting yeah real case splitting and we said sure as long as we're both in action because that's really important to us we love to both be in action well i, I let's face it a woman is going to get laid a hundred, a thousand times easier and, and, and quicker than a guy is generally. Right. So at a party, a lot of people love house parties because it's really hard to make a four-way connection with a couple where everyone's attracted, you know, kind of equally. And so people love parties because they can go with the wife from that one couple and the woman could choose the husband of a random other couple and everyone can kind of have some fun that way. It's kind of rare for us to do that. Yeah. You know, we, we won't, you know, we're generally, like my wife said, the last time we went to a party, we found a couple and stuck to that couple because we don't require a supreme four-way connection. You know, couples are a little bit delusional. Like, we want, he, the guy has to be this and this and this and that. Oh, and the wife. Yeah, and then you're like, dude, you're never going to get laid, man. So we're like, hey, as long as they're not assholes, as long as their breath is semi-fresh, you know, I understand you've been drinking your, your old English 800, you know, it's going to get a little funky, right? Um, 
you know, as long as they're nice people, yeah. as long as they're they're cool, they're semi take care of themselves, yeah. we're gonna be okay because after all, we're gonna enjoy them for about an hour and a half, and then we're done. We're not we're not falling in love with these people. They're not moving in with us. We don't need a hundred percent four way connection. Right. Okay. Um, a lot of people that I know that that have been in the lifestyle, they like to record things, they to take photos. Are you guys into that at all? Uh, we don't make a practice out of it. I mean, we're not opposed to it. If some couple wants to take a picture for a memory, you know, for their spank bank later on, we'll just make sure that our faces are not in the pictures. Yeah. But, you know, we'll take the picture and I'll say I'll send it to you. Right. Yes, and I'll so crop out the, the face correct. in the process. We don't want, we don't want, we want to minimize the potential of blackmail or goofy folks out there messing with privacy issues and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. Look, I've, I've, I like to come a lot, right? So, I drink a lot of milk. No, so like the, the girl will tell me, she'll say, "Oh, you came pretty good," and and I'll say, "Man, I should take a picture of that." And sometimes the woman would say, "Oh, feel free, go ahead and take a picture of that." In fact, send me a copy. So only then would I do it if it comes up. But I don't. We don't push to take photos. It's all good. We don't really care. Um. So I heard on your last podcast you spoke on you coming a lot or whatever the case may be. Do y'all have a messy type of? Do you have a messy type of situations where it's like um. Like y'all gonna get messy, or is it just always normal? Like where, like, uh, like cream pie, or like just yeah, spreading no, like or... yeah, like spreading because spreading come on on the other chick. It's not your wife. Do y'all have them type of situations or people that want stuff like that? I know within the lifestyle, there's people mm -hmm. with different type of fantasies. Oh yeah. I I know what I've noticed is that the women love to like play with my husband's cum. <laughs> Once he's squirted all over, they'll rub it on their pussy. They'll rub it on their mm. pussy. They start, they'll start like masturbating with his cup. Like you know what? We're real conscious of, of semen, and so we 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 tell the people, hey, just come on the tummy. You know, come on the come tits. On my tits. You know, come outside. Yeah. You know, we don't make a practice of trusting a condom, right? Mm -hmm. That that it, it it's still number one. Is it still there? Still on it, it, break. Is the head and the half of the you know quarter of the front still bare, but it looks like you're wearing it, right? Yeah. Or um, you know, did it come off? Is it all the way inside? And you're like, yeah, I'm wearing it, and it's a cock ring or whatever. No. So we don't trust the condom. We just always say, hey, just come outside. Yeah. You know, come. My lady will say, oh, come on, my tits. I'd love to see yeah, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll say when you're ready to come. You know, I want you to come on my tits. That means there's no danger of like, oops. I didn't realize it had come off an hour ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I want to switch gears here just a little bit. Um, you sure. guys have been together 15 years, but you've only been in a lifestyle three years. What led mm -hmm. to your interest in a lifestyle? Oh, we, <laughs> we got super horny after we visited our concierge doctor. Anti-aging doctor. Anti-aging doctor. He works okay. with... Um, you know, elite athletes, triathletes, real, he's, he's real big into helping people with sports performance. So he, um, he hooked us up with a bunch of blood labs, like 14 vials of blood work each hmm. and checked hormone levels and, you know, other, other checked things. testosterone levels, yeah, checked sure. liver function, organ function, everything. He gave us a protocol and it drove our libido through the roof. Now we had always been jokesters about about couples you know we would look at couples and say oh look over there look she has a nice ass and you know we'd always been a little open and friendly and funny about that mm -hmm. but it wasn't until our libido went through the roof yeah. because we went to our concierge doctor that gave us a protocol he put us on a special food plan my lady got uh, testosterone injections so yeah. did i 
you know, my, my testosterone was a little bit low. And so, you know, you did that and supplements and oh, yeah. exercises and yeah, he hooked it up. So we we were like like we'd go to Vegas and we'd be at the hotels and we'd be there for business and we'd be there to play at, you know on the gaming floor and stuff. But we would always fantasize about couples. And three years ago we went to that doctor and then we started like, whoa, this is a real thing. So yeah. we set up a website, we set up a dating profile. Took us a year to fantasize and be a part of the social part right. of the lifestyle until we finally identified some couples that we felt were good to help us, you know, with our first soft swaps mm-hmm. and full swaps. So it, it was the libido that went Definitely. through the roof, yeah. which is what finally, because my wife became super insatiable. Like she wanted to, she wanted to do it all the time. And she'd be mm-hmm. grinding up against the sofa, <laughs> up against my shoulder. <laughs> and she, she became horny, yeah. man. And then we started working out. We yeah. started working yeah. out harder, right? You've got trainers and stuff. And, yeah. and so, you know, your body starts pumping, your organs, everything's working good. you got – your hormones are on point. And then you're like, man, I got to – Everything's so we, more intense. Oh, yeah. our, our, our sessions were, you know, oh, a couple God. hours, I'd sweaty. Like, Babe, are you going to finish? Yeah. It'd be like three hours in. Yeah, I'd get, I'd get a bang over, man. You know, you, you start doing the – you start holding the back of your head and, and you start kind of holding your, holding your lower back because it hurts a little bit but you still want to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys said you were you began to fantasize about other couples long before you joined the lifestyle. Um, yeah. Was yeah. it something in your own relationship? Was there stagnation or anything like that in your relationship that you know got you to the point where you started fantasizing about other couples? Because I tell people all the time, I've, I've been married, you know, going on fifteen years also, um, and I, I tell people you can't have chicken and rice every night for dinner. Period. You know, right. so, yeah. you know right. no matter what you do in the bedroom, as long as it's the same partner, it's still chicken and rice. Maybe fried chicken and rice, maybe, you know, shrimp fried rice, <laughs> Bar- barbecue, barbecue chicken. chicken. Like, right. it yeah. doesn't matter, you know. So, you know, <laughs> was, was there stagnation? Yeah. Interesting metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well of course. Say, yeah. So, I mean, I would, I would call it a little more routine. You know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we had, it's not like we weren't having sex. We had a great sex life. Okay. The lifestyle all the time and then when we got super horny it was like every night for hours and so once Damn, what is anti- I, brought up, I brought up the subject <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, you know, so it would be like and now remember we're, we're busy with work where we have you know two kids oh, yeah. and so absolutely yeah we're, we're, by the time making love was on the table we would make a choice like, hey, you want to do this thing or should we just go ahead and throw on some, so, something on Amazon Prime or Netflix and kind of wind it down for the night? we got to get up early. And so absolutely, there's. I think there's always some of that in any relationship. And you're right. You can only order uh, the KFC bucket, you know, maybe <laughs> once a month. You can't have that every week. You know, absolutely. once a month is delicious. Yeah, but um, so, yeah, we had a little bit of that, but that's certainly um, – wasn't something that was a negative thing because we were church people so we were getting fulfilled uh, you know we go to we had bible study during the week we go to church on sundays for two or three services volunteer we were always doing stuff but every time we would be out doing things at either church or volunteering here and there we would always joke around about us and about other couples i mean we were always uh, yeah yeah so yeah there was um, there was let's say a lull in excitement or the newness whatever it is but it um it was never about being unsatisfied yeah for us it was about our bodies our libido turned up and turn on and up okay time. okay and so all of our fantasies mm. like every time we look and 
you know, I'd see, I'd, I'd point out a girl that had a nice booty. Or a guy. Husband or a guy that I thought was hot. You know, all that fantasy talk, we thought, okay, well, you know what? Maybe we should go live. What if we actually did it? Yeah. And so that really kind of like our, our, when we saw our doctor and our bodies were like working, like I was, you know, when I was 18 years old yeah. and that all happened at the same time and thought, okay, well, you know, maybe we could really do this thing and let's, Thank let's look you. for, let's start looking for other people yeah. that we can incorporate into our fantasies yeah. for real. Okay. Okay. Um, how much would you say that joining a lifestyle has improved your relationship? Not saying your relationship was bad before, just, yeah. you know, how much of a, uh, of a bump did this lifestyle give your relationship? Oh, a huge bump. Night and day. 100%. Yeah. 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 I mean, as far as the level of closeness I feel with my husband, as far as the level of communication we have with each other, we talk about anything and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's incre everything has increased. And our trust oh, is man. through the roof. I mean, really. You, I mean, you have to have an incredible amount of trust with your partner to be able to share them with someone else for a few hours, you know? And that's the thing is I actually turns me on at the thought of my husband being with another woman. So, so I don't need to see him and watch him and be like a hawk. I'd rather not do that. I'd rather, you know, let him do his thing on the other bed. I'm not trying to police what he's doing, but I'd rather hear about it later. Yeah. You know, so we have that much trust with each other that, um, we're okay sharing each other with another person. So everything really, everything really got, you know, so much more intense for our relationship in a good way. Yeah. Okay. So you, um, you guys gave us, um, with your uh, relationship and, and marriage, you guys gave us some benefits uh, of joining the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, on the um, flip side of that, can you give us some of the dangers? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, first of all, you should not get into the lifestyle if you're trying to fix your relationship. Mm -hmm. that, that's, the, that's the worst thing. If you're on your way out or if there's some underlying issues or if there's, you know, you, you do something wrong and then three other wrong things come up in your argument from 12 years ago or eight years ago, you, you're not ready for the lifestyle at yeah. that point because you're asking for a lot of drama, a lot of issues, additional fights, and it's just only going to get worse. We, we run into couples where the woman is trying to appease the man. We run into couples where someone has cheated on each other, yeah. and then the other one says, well, you went out with her, so now I get to mm. fuck a couple men. So And then they, right. they, they join the lifestyle to try to get even with each other. Right. That Those yeah, are huge buddy. red flags. That usually comes out in the intake, in the banter, the in the process. conversation, yeah. the flirting, screening mm -hmm. process. And we'll just avoid those couples. Have you so, ha have you guys been around yeah. a couple that like had a complete meltdown? We have yeah. several times. That, the mm -hmm. first full swap, we talked about it in episode yep. 13, 14, and 15 where the guy started crying. And it was bad, man. It was, you know, they disappeared into the bathroom. They came out and within three minutes, they gathered all their stuff. And the girl was telling us silently with her mouth, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, kind of yeah. whispering it. <laughs> and, you know, I, I can't, I can't do, you know, I can't, I don't, I don't know what's I don't know going what on. Do, I gotta go. And so, you know, the guy just freaked out, man. And hey, I, I don't blame the guy. It happens. Yeah. His his penis was not working. Right. He was trying hard to make it happen, and by by working so hard, it got even more frustrating. Yeah. And it also didn't help that his wife was like, 
Fuck me hard. Fuck me hard. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want with me. Do whatever you want with me. Ravish me. Yeah. Ravish me. Ruin me. Ravish me. Ruin me. She, was, she was all. She was all in. This was the problem. She was all in. She was the lead pervert in the relationship, and he was always trying to play catch up. Yeah. So um, we've been there, there man. A, there was a bit of a mismatch, but at this point, we're pretty good about screening people. And if we sense that there's a drama, we'll excuse ourselves. Yeah. Uh, or we just will stop a conversation before we meet in person. But yeah, there are pitfalls. People, we've we've had moments of jealousy. We've had arguments in the beginning. In the beginning, first year, yeah. first year and a half. We were jealous. Yeah, but we worked through it. Yeah. Um. How. With going to um, the clubs or the parties, uh, how often do couples that you're into um, oversell their sex? And then when you guys get into the moment, it's kind of like, yeah. It, it happens all the time, man. People are like, hey, you like toys? We love toys. Right. Hey, you guys do this? Oh, my husband, he'll eat you out. He loves it. Yeah, he's, he's amazing with you because he knows your body and, and you're an easy comer, all right? But he, he's not, with my wife, it's a totally different situation, right? So it, it happens all the time. People like to, they, they like to edify their significant other. Nothing wrong with that. It shows their love. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, my, my wife is amazing. You know, her, her vagina is this, her vagina is that. And then, you know, I, I, I get into it and it's, you know, it's like, okay, well, it's just another, it's another pussy. I mean, I don't, it's okay. <laughs> how, um, how, how often do you, she needs to get up on that Taco Bell, you know? <laughs> how, how often do you guys frequent, uh, the, the swinger clubs and parties pre COVID? Oh, so pre COVID, uh, we're very busy people, so we would get out like once a month. Okay. Something in the lifestyle, and typically, our like our favorite thing is to just meet a couple two on two for a date. Private date. That's our favorite. Check chemistry, and either get a hotel room where they might host us at their place. Um, but for the most part, we would just meet couples two on two. Now we had gone to clubs, like some clubs in the LA area. Um, there were sometimes we would go to a hotel takeover party where a party promoter would buy out a hotel. Pool parties, night parties, theme parties, playrooms, everyone has a hotel room, mm. takeover rooms are a lot of fun. In fact, there's one coming up in Vegas called Dirty Vegas coming up in the uh, middle of August, August 21 to 25, something like that. Young bull, we got a young bull in here. I have here. a feeling I know what hotel yeah. you're talking about. We got a young bull here for sure. I have a feeling I know what hotel you're talking about too. It's only one of them advertising to buy out the whole thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's that hotel? Yeah, that's it, Artisan. What, um, oh, the Artisan? Do you um, prefer the bigger clubs or like the smaller, more intimate parties? Um, we're, you know, we're kind of in between. I mean, it just, you can make your own fun anywhere you go, and that's what we always do. But yeah. if we do go to a club, at this point, we usually go with a date set up. If there's a, if there's a couple we've been chatting with, sometimes we'll say, hey, let's just meet at the club. Because you've got the built-in play area, if you feel like going there. Or if right. you don't like them, you can just say, hey, guys, we're going to go grab another round of drinks or hit the dance floor. We'll see you guys later. We'll there's a hundred other couples there already, so if you don't hit it off, 
everyone's safe. So the, the benefit of a larger event is there's just more sexy couples available to you. Yeah. A smaller event is going to be more slim pickings, right? Like maybe maybe not everyone is going to be your speed or your taste. But at the end of the day, we we always go with the outlook of it's a social event. Yes. We're going to get our drink on. We're going to have a nice time. If there's a nice couple there and they're agreeable and they're nice, hey, we're going to have some fun. Otherwise, we're going to have a nice night out. Yes. That way, you know, you go out with all these the goals. We tell people to set goals, of course, but you also don't want to say, hey, that couple, I hope they go. Oh, I want to meet a couple that looks like this. It's, it's more chill. It's more like, hey, we're going to go to the we're going to go to the club or to the party. Let's go hang out. Let's see what happens. We're still going to do our own reconnaissance. We're still going to try to set up a date, whether it's someone from the party or, or someone that these websites have a feature called speed dating or rendezvous or, a, you know, a travel calendar. So we'll always post one of those. So if someone from the party is not good, so we'll get emails from other couples that either live in the area or nearby, and we'll always end up having some fun. Okay. So if, if you guys are dealing with a couple where um, one is less attractive, what do you guys do? Who takes who takes the one for the team? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a real thing. My lady will tell you about that. It's, it's pretty pretty much pretty much uh, every couple that we've swapped with, the yeah. girl has taken one for the team because she's had to be with me, man. <laughs> so we're okay with that, you know. We're okay with that because it's only for us. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, you guys remember earlier I was saying about the four-way connection, right? How it's yeah. very tough. And people see attraction. People see um, good looks. People gauge their level of sensuality based on different parameters. So it's going to be very rare that you meet a couple where they're both hitting 100% attractive level, attractiveness, where they're both you know, hitting, hey, 100% fitness, like it actually really never happened. So truthfully, most couples that we meet with, the girl generally tends to be hotter than the guy. Mm. That's my situation too. My wife is hotter, right? So <laughs> I just heard to attract chicks, right? I lure, I lure other chicks through my wife. She helps me out. She's my best wingman, right? <laughs> so it, it happens. My lady's been with guys who are like, you know, 70 years old. Remember that? And then the girl was a hotty younger girl that was with him for his money or something. Mm. Yeah. I tried it, but I was like, all right. I, I tried it once. Uh, it was okay. You know, hotty uh, physician, um, a young doctor. But she was with one of the guys who was like a retired physician or something. Like, you know, older, older guy. And they were like, hey, you guys are awesome, this and that. And we were like, I looked at the girl and I was like, Oh, yeah, but my wife was going like, no, no, no. <laughs> but they were, both, they were both so nice, so cool, great conversation that we ended up in a playroom with them at a club called Club Joy in Los Angeles, one of the big clubs out in L.A. And uh, it, it was just a wonderful time, and we, and we uh, met them uh, two or three times. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So y'all, y'all, you speak a lot on Los Angeles and and Las Vegas. Um, any other states, cities, you visit that you like as far as the clubs or better atmosphere? No Miamis, no New York. No. Oh, it's huge in Miami. It's huge in New York. The lifestyle is. Yeah, I'm not trying to go to a senior club and all the niggas got on Tim's. Yeah. So the lifestyle is is big. It's global, man. It's worldwide. Internationally. 
Yeah. most of our time between Vegas and LA and there are a lot of listeners and a lot of friends we met that you know will actually meet us in Vegas or LA and they come from out of state and there are they do frequent clubs in their in their town or if it's within a two or three hour drive so yeah. most places you go in the states or internationally you'll be able to find some kind of lifestyle activity also I just want to real quick I want to mention that we're starting a series on the podcast on swingers fundamentals on the ABCs of swinging yeah. You know, mm, all the stuff nice. that you do. Yeah, we're starting that. And then also, we are already outlining a series on different cities. So we have someone that's going to talk about Dallas. They're, they're big people. We know them very well. They're going to they're gonna share the swinging scene in, in the South. They're going to talk about Dallas, New Orleans, all that area. Um, we have a couple that's going to talk about Atlanta, big clubs over there, yeah, Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale area. And so we, we're already scouting for couples that live in these areas. That, are, that we're going to interview so they can give the lowdown on the clubs, the different types of they have, and all that good stuff. It's going to be a good time. Um, do you, for, for couples out here that are interested, um, what are you? What are some of the, your favorite clubs out here in Vegas? Um, and is Las Vegas, to you guys, um, is it the best place to fully enjoy the lifestyle that you guys uh, – yeah, yeah. We, we love enjoying the lifestyle in Vegas. I mean, number one, Vegas is uh, it's one of our favorite places in the world. It's a very electric city. People want to let loose. People drink. They day drink. People feel like there's someone else when they're in Vegas. They love to party and have fun. Yeah. They might be, you know, they're willing to try things they haven't tried before. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, you know, it's Vegas. And they're also private people that maybe they're... They hold positions in their community, right? And they like to play when they're away from home. So they go to Vegas and they're ready to do stuff. So. And it's a big travel hub. So you get people coming in that are, you know, in the lifestyle from all over the country. And they, they're they there to party. They fly in. They get a nice suite at the hotel. Hotels are cheap. Flights are cheap. Yeah. They love to party. It's, it's really, yeah, exactly. Cost effective and a convenient place to travel where most people that come to Vegas are looking to have a good time. I do want to mention Vegas, uh, the, uh, the opposite side of Vegas, yeah. is that you have a lot of flaky people because we call it the next best offer syndrome. So when they're in Vegas and they're looking to make something happen with a, a single, with a couple, whatever, what happens is that they reached out to several people and then many people reach out to them. And then so they're waiting for the hottest couple to contact them and then they put you in limbo because they can't commit to a date and so there's a lot of distractions going on in vegas so it's kind of hard to nail down people especially the locals they prey on all the travelers and then the travelers if you we're travelers when we go there we, we prey on fellow travelers because the, the the locals are so damn distracted with all the sexy people coming through that they can't commit to a plan or they refuse to commit because they're waiting for their hottest alternative so that's the only thing that you're gonna have to deal with in vegas we screen couples very well we tell them if you flake on us you don't get a second chance you're fucked you're done you're invisible to us um so we tell people that in not in a, that way right but we let people know hey man we say it in our bio too if you flake on us there's no second chances 
You know, if you make a date, we will be there for you, yeah. right? And yeah. so they know that already. And if they want to go ahead and be distracted, that's okay. We did an episode on it. I think it's episode 21 about Vegas snaky couples. And yeah. we had like five dates that man, one weekend. They all flaked out on us, man, for one reason or another. So we made an episode about it. And, you know, we got into a little fog, a little, little mild swing of depression, right? Like, hey, is it us? And then later we found out, hey, that's normal in Vegas, man. So now we just overbook our dates. And we still meet a couple every day. We still met a couple every day. And right. had a great time. What, so, what are you guys, some of you, your guys' uh, favorite clubs? So, the, we don't frequent the clubs a lot. But okay. We Whispers is the, is the favorite. Yeah. It's a converted Whispers. house south of Mandalay Bay, Whispers Club. Just let them know that you guys heard it from the Clary Society. Real nice people, volunteer lad. You know, it's not a big money grab in Vegas. A lot of the Vegas promoters for parties, it, it's a big cash grab for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, we're all sitting the bull. It's one of those things where it, it's, they don't really care who shows up. They'll tell you, hey, we got a party at the Mandalay Bay, and then they'll tell you that the uh, after party is actually at the Alexis Park Resort. You're like, wait, what? You know, I paid for the Mandalay Bay. You know, so it, it's you, you get a lot of that. So Whispers Club is real chill, converted house. They have a hot tub, they have a pool, playrooms. And uh, you get all types of people, right? And I always tell people when they ask, who am I going to meet at the swing club? Well, go to Walmart. All the types of people you see at Walmart, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see the, the pretty executive attorney on her lunch break looking for a little salad. You're going to see that family. You know, you see that, that you know, the, the bigger folks, the, the skinnier folks, uh, tattoos. You're just going to see it all. So, you know, it's not all pretty people. It's not all people who like don't take care of themselves. It's, it's just a little bit of everything. And, and um, you know, a lot of hotties. You just gotta, you just gotta show up, man. So Whispers is good. Playhouse Las Vegas is another one that's trending. You know, probably not. We, we don't go there. We've been there before. Yeah. They have different rules. Like you gotta be good looking. You gotta be young and hot. And so we're like, all right, well, you know, sure we meet the criteria. Not that we're young and hot, we're just a little younger, you know, um, hotness is subjective, right? So, <laughs> like, uh, the One Love Temple, it's a new converted house as well, is it One Love, right, Jimmy? Yeah, One Love Temple yeah. sounds like a, a motorcycle club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's, a good, it's all good, you know, they have a pool and playrooms and people mm -hmm. go there for sunbathing. And, yeah, that was couples only. Yes. Uh, so... Okay. Um. Have Have you guys in your um, in the journey uh, in the lifestyle? Have you guys ran into a couple um, that you guys felt were more superior than you? Not in terms of the lifestyle. Like, damn, we can learn a lot from them. Okay. Yeah, it'll be very rare if we feel like maybe we're um, we're less than to anybody. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about like in terms of the lifestyle. Like, damn, they've been doing this a long time. We can learn a lot from, or we've yeah, learned and, a lot from them. We take a lot of their points. Yeah, in the beginning, uh, especially in our first year, pretty much everyone that we met had more experience than us. Okay, and so that was our quest. Our quest was to meet enough people that we could uh, choose, pick, and take 
a little bit of their experience and apply it to us and make us better lifestylers. So absolutely. And, and we're always looking for opportunities to grow and to become better people in the lifestyle and all that. And so in the beginning, we got rejected by a couple that was a little bit older than us. They deceived us. You know, they, uh, the pic- in their pictures, they were young and hot, but their pictures they were using were like 15 to 20-year-old pictures. And when we met them, they had silver hair, like grandma, grandpa, and they rejected <laughs> us. They basically said, hey, you guys, are, you guys are maybe too young for us, but, you know, you should go to Club Joy. You should try this site. You should try this. And they really uh, helped us out like mentors. And so it ended up being from a from a situation where it was uh, that night we were a little bummed out. Yeah, disappointed. And we, we turned it into a nice positive because he helped us on our journey. So yeah. we definitely learned from everyone we meet. Absolutely. We, uh, we always do what we call, you know, a debrief or an after action review after every experience with a couple, even if it doesn't end up in life. So we're always trying to learn from each experience. You know, did I say something wrong? Did I have phrased this better? Or... And we share all the listening, uh, all of the learning lessons. We share that on podcasts. Yeah. That's why we started it. Yeah. Have you, um, have you guys ever, like, play with a, a black couple we have actually and it was wonderful and guess what we played with a couple where the guy was black and and the girl was a white girl and uh vice versa yeah it's to us it makes no difference man you know there's it, it again it, it comes down to are, are you a nice person are you cool are you are you fun person are you confident and there was one guy we, we met, um, this was a military man. Remember, sweetie, we met them in, in Burbank. At the, and this is a black guy and this hottie white girl. And the guy was a, he's a military man, right? Yeah. So he was very like, yes, sir, yes, sir, that type of thing. But, you know, by, by the middle of the evening, he relaxed. And it was just, it was wonderful. But I think it, 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 um, it was all for them, I think. We had maybe a little bit more experience than them, maybe like a year and a half more experience. But uh, it's been wonderful. Sweet, can you think of any situation where it's maybe not been fantastic? No, because... One, one black guy came fucking quick. He came like in three minutes. He didn't like that shit. No, no. I was like, really? That's it? You know? He had a big, big wiener, too, dude. So my wife was like, oh, yeah. Oh, and I was like... In my mind. Hey, in my mind, I was like... Get it, honey. Shit. Work it. Work it. Work it. Get it. Have a good time. I was was thinking, you know, enjoy it, sweetie. Like, I I want her to experience that. And then the guy, uh, my wife was like, oh, yeah, let me change position. And he was like, oh, 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 oh. And he was like, oh, he was like. (laughs) And then he didn't want to play after that. Like, he was depleting. Remember that, sweetie? I mean, it was amazing. I usually try to make the best of a situation. Um. This is very common where a guy's dick does not work yeah. in a full swap scenario. It happens about a little over fifty percent of the time. Damn. Um, okay. That's the average. It's very it's a very real thing. It's very yeah. common in the lifestyle. It's you know, where a guy will get stage fright even if they've been in the lifestyle for years. His dick's in a bad mood or, or he's he's into his head, a little anxiety going on. Are you, are you talking about the law enforcement, the cops, and all that? Yeah, yeah. And then when they came to play, their dicks didn't work. I'm like, and I love a military man. Somebody in law 
So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And then when it comes to playtime, like, God damn it. You know, I was, yeah. I was looking forward to the whole enchilada, you know, the full entree. But we ended up just doing just stay down there and did a bunch of oral. I do a lot of oral fingering. And you still got yeah. up. And my wife still, you know, she, she will never belittle a man. She'll always be like, oh, that was good. Oh, you made me come so good. I mean, she'll always get off. And, and there's always things you can do. And the guys, they'll get down on themselves. And then we'll say stuff like, hey, man, it's happened to me. And it, it has. It's happened to me before. Little stage fright. Well, one time, one guy pulled out a penis that was, like, bigger than a direct TV remote control, man. And I, I, he, he pulled it out. He, he pulled it out next to me, and it almost hit me. And I was like, fuck. And then, and then uh I got, you know, I got into my head a little bit because his hottie wife was there. But he, here was the issue that night. We had a little audience. This was at a club, at a playroom. And I didn't like that. I, I was looking around and I could see like eight different eyeballs on me, sipping their drinks, eating like crackers, and just staring at us, expecting me to perform. And I'm like, dude, I don't perform on demand. Give me some privacy. So my dick got into a really bad mood that night. And, and so the combination of that guy whipping out, whipping out that baby arm, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then all the audience, right? Yeah. It, 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 man, it got in my head. And then I had to go to the restroom, and I was like, kind of flicking it, you know, like. And I was like, does this thing work still? And of course, it was fine. It's just for, for a moment. I got it to my head, and you know you can't force an election, right? Yeah. So the idea is you got to relax. You got to relax, and uh, so you got to get that blood, let that blood in. So then, there's guys that struggle with it, man. There's a, a shot that guys take. It's called trimix, right? They inject it right into their cavernosa, uh-huh. and uh, they, they, you know, they uh, it gets an uh, instant instant erection. There's of course the Viagra and the Cialis and stuff like that, but. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of remedies uh, depending on what your doctor says is cool for your, you know, your heart and your fitness level and all that. There's all kinds of things guys can do as a preventative measure. You guys, I'm sure you probably talk about it or maybe you've mentioned it before, but yeah, it, it happens, man. Like literally 50% of the time. So in the lifestyle. Okay. Um, I need to hear a horror story, not necessarily something you experienced, <laughs> but you know, like, what is the worst thing that has happened in this lifestyle that you know of basically? Uh, I don't, my husband has one on deck. Oh, we, no, we've heard a lot of horror stories, man. Okay, so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll I need be, to hear one of those. Okay, so th- this came, this comes from one of our students. I, I have two for you that are pretty similar, but here's the first one. They were in Vegas. They met with a Canadian couple, hot couple, and they're also really hot, our, our, our listeners and friends that we met up with. They were doing some, um, they were doing some oral. They were about to do a full swap. They were in the same bed. The couple had a, uh, a, a big bed in one of the fancy hotels. I think they were at the Bellagio. Yeah. And it was like a nice big suite and all that. The the wife, our listener, she was on her back, and the guy wanted to do a 69, but he was on top, right? Yeah. So they were doing a 69. The woman was on the bottom. The guy was kind of it, it was in her mouth while he was eating her out. And then he started taking a shit. So the, the, the turtle head was popping out. Oh, oh my God! It kept going back inside, man. Oh, so like, shit! She said that he would, he would relax and, he, and he'd make a noise like, oh, and when he'd make the noise, she'd see the, the turtle head pop out, the, the, the turtle. And then it disappeared. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh shit! That just fucked me uh, up. On, uh, I'm never doing 69 again. Um, oh, oh, 
Oh yeah, there's another couple <laughs> we met in Vegas, and they were telling us a horror story where they had they met a couple at in, at a hotel in Vegas, and then the like they were swapped on like separate beds, and the guy was with the other wife, and she. He was, he was making her squirt. He was making her, right, so she was making her squirt. And she ended up taking a shit on the bed. She, she, she squeezed out two turns, man. Oh, two logs. shit. And she's like, and all they Pissing and shitting at the same time. So she put it on the bed, and she, and she put a towel over it and left it there. Make it plain. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. She left the shit there. Almost like it happens all the time, you know? Like, oh, oh, this is this is normal. Let me just cover it with some No, oh, y'all going too fast. That's oh. crazy. Uh, well, I'll tell you one, one quick horror story that happened yeah. to us. We met with a couple. The, it was a Latino guy and a, a super hot, really smoking hot wife. Um, does like dentistry or something, right? Uh -huh. And we met them for drinks. We got a room. We went to Hilton Garden Inn, and uh, we, we um, you know, we, we were starting things off. Dim the lights. We had the music going on. Got real flirty. Started making out. Swapped already. Yeah. And then the girl disappears. And the guy is already like in action with my wife, and I'm like, dude, I, you know, where's his wife? My, my, my wife's getting wailed right now. She's already <laughs> where, where is his wife? She was in the bathroom, passed out, and she had vomited all over the floor. Yeah. Pieces of hot dog, like it was bad. She was in the bathroom oh, on the floor, uh, vomit everywhere, man, and she was kind of sleeping right she looked packed out, out. Yeah. she was out of it so we ended it right away the the, the guy, he, he, he was like he was like hey well my wife's not feeling it but maybe i can finish and i'm like fuck that you guys you. <laughs> go get her some tea do something go ahead and take care of your wife and, and uh he, he actually was asking you know is it okay if i finish is it okay if i continue and my wife basically got up and was like okay open the door and said hey guys Maybe they'll drink as much next time. Maybe we'll meet again. We've never seen them after that. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. Wow. So, so are these, all of these experiences uh, are what sparked the idea of doing a podcast? And where did, where did, why did you name it Priority, the Priority Society? Priory. Priority. Yeah, so. That's like a little T-I word. Priority, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually. <laughs> And uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, we've helped a lot of people. It's popular around the world. And 
and it, it's um, it's a good time, man. I think as long as we can help people elevate the lifestyle and make less mistakes, yeah. it's really why we're doing the podcast. We really wish we had something early on like our podcast, so we set up to uh, to share that with with others. Yeah, can you tell our listeners more about your show and you know what they will learn and and hopefully be able to take away from it? I mean, we do have a lot of funny banter between each other. We goof off, man. We all the time. We usually have, you know, we pour a drink and we're recording while we chit-chat. And so the the focus of our shows is teach something every time. Even if we talk about a sexy experience, we always infuse some kind of learning lesson into it. And we've done shows about how to prepare for your first lifestyle club visit, like what to take with you, what to expect how to prepare for your first hotel takeover party. Um, how to set up your rooms. How to set up your success for a sexual play date and how to communicate with each other. And now we're doing you know, our series on Senior Fundamentals where we really go back to the basics, like, you know, what's the play style? Um, how to... Get my website today. Yeah. So our website is priorysociety.com mm. and you can go there. We're on all the podcast platforms. You list all the shows. And uh, what else are you going to say? Instagram, Twitter. Oh, yeah, Instagram and Twitter. We're Priory Society, so you can follow us on social media. And if you have questions or you, you know, you're interested in lifestyle and you want to message us, you can email us to info at Priory Society. So we're very accessible. We're happy to engage and answer questions, guys. You know, any if you guys have further questions, you know, we're happy to come on again. Or, Absolutely. Or you know, we're, we're all about that, man. It's just, look, I, I think that the more people start learning the rules to the game, the rules of the lifestyle, I think it just, it's just going to become a better experience for all involved, including us, right? Yeah. And so that's we're doing it from that perspective of giving back. And so, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, one on day. Instagram, we share pictures and stuff. Yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? One day, um, I, I, want, I, I do want to go to uh, a party or a club. Uh, do you have, um, I know at regular parties, they call them like wallflowers. Like, do you guys have those at, uh, or not do you guys, but do they have those at like parties and clubs where, um, people are coming to see out of curiosity and not necessarily joining? Yes. Oh yeah. All the time. You'll find people that yes. will they they did like, that for a year. grab a spot against the wall or they'll find a They'll stay there the entire time. Yes. Usually they're new. Yeah, they're usually new. They're not quite sure how to approach other people, how to get the conversation started. So you'll get that a lot. You'll, you'll also find at some parties and events in the lifestyle where you'll find you have a clique, a group of friends that just kind of hang out with each other. Um, so sometimes it can be hard to meet people that way if you're trying to infiltrate a group of people that already know each other and already have a group that they're comfortable with and so they're wildflowers in a sense where they're not really open to meeting other people necessarily they just kind of want to party with each other mm. but yeah you get you get those wallflowers i do want to mention one thing also uh, on the other end of the spectrum there are some parties that are strictly play parties and they'll tell you from the beginning hey guys uh if you're going to come to this party, there, there will be no standing around. Even if you're just playing with your own partner, your own husband, your own wife, everyone's going to be naked by midnight. 
play. And there, mm. some, yeah. not everyone likes that. Some people love that because that's why they're going out, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's just a matter of, of what you prefer. And you'll get to know the organizers that give you the, the experience that you're looking for, right? Uh, and clubs do the same thing as well. Like there's some club freedom makers in San Bernardino County, uh, kind of close to L.A., they're a club where if you're going to go upstairs to the play area, you can't go beyond a certain point unless you only have a towel on you. you got to be nude from that point forward, right? So yeah. there's all kinds of rules, and you'll get to know these 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 uh, little uh, proclivities and rules yeah, of each particular right. place. And, you know, you know what you like. Okay. For, for our listeners um, that are couples that are actually interested in this, um, you spoke earlier <laughs> – you spoke earlier of, you know, there being uh, social media sites specifically for this. Uh, can you give out some of those sites for those listeners? Adult Friend Finder. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so one of the websites that we spend a lot of time on is called Cassidy. Uh, K-A-S-I-D-I-E. That's our, our favorite site. We're on there. Okay. So you, what you want to do is you want to go to com, click blog, and then click on maybe one of the recent episodes. And there's live links down there. Here's why I would have them go to a, to one of our live links is because we give you a promotion, like a 30 days for free. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, right. And then also we'll, the machine, because it has our code embedded, will automatically send them a friend request so they'll know us immediately. And we can help introduce them to the groups and, you know, kind of point them in the right direction. But mm. if someone just goes to Cassidy.com, you will never know that they did that. Cassidy will never know that they're our friends. They won't get the promo, and we don't know that they're cool people that we should be directing. Yeah. Okay. So okay. go to prairiesociety.com, click blog, find a recent episode, and then towards the bottom in the show notes, there's some live links there with our promo codes. Okay. So Cassidy is one. Uh, they're big all around the U.S. And then also SDC uh, is Seek Discover Connect. That's another uh, That's another big one. They, that one's international. Like if you're going to be traveling – Anywhere in the U.S. and also overseas, Mexico, it's a um, it's a good time, man. You can you can link up with people, send messages, all that good stuff, and uh, you'll be able to connect with with sexy couples anywhere you go. Those are the primary big sites we like: Cassidy and SDC. Okay. All right. Well, um, we we truly thank you for uh for joining us. Um, this was uh, Pleasure. a lot. To take in Very a, a, <laughs> a lot, uh, we we've learned a lot, man. I, I look forward to uh, doing this again um, when one of us uh, decide to, uh, you know, step into that that realm. I haven't been in there. Yeah, I'm like you. Look at me. I haven't been in that realm. Yeah, the bull, yeah. the bull, the Brahma bull, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so again, uh, before we get out of here, uh, where can our um, our listeners find you guys? Okay. So you can follow us there. We're, we're very active. We're always posting videos, pictures. Uh, sometimes it's goofy stuff, you know, just us goofing around. Sometimes it's lifestyle educational material. And so they get kind of get a chance to know us a little bit. We're happy to engage with any questions that someone may have and um, requests for training topics and things like that. We talked to a single male just yesterday that hasn't been getting any luck, has been trying uh, trying real hard to get into the lifestyle. So I said to him by message, send me your openers. 
what are you saying to couples when you send them messages? And I took a look at his profile. His profile was shit, man. It was horrible. He had one, one dick pic and, and one picture of his torso. So it was really bad marketing. So we're going to do an episode fixing his profile so everyone can benefit from it. And so we'll teach couples. We'll teach bulls. We'll teach single chicks that are called unicorns. Uh, all around, man. We're, we're happy to... Uh, we're happy to, to help train pretty much anyone that's interested in the lifestyle. All right. And, this, and social media is uh, the same? It's Prairie Society. Yeah. Prairie Society for pretty much everything from Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, um, yeah, our, our website has all the live links for the podcast, whether it's, you know, iHeartRadio and uh, you name it, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher is real big for us. Yeah, we have live links on our homepage where they visit, they click, and it takes them right to the homepage of the uh, to, to the podcast. And we'd appreciate if they would subscribe and uh, and engage with us. We're happy to to meet your listeners. All right, absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Hey, real pleasure. We'll do it anytime, guys. Yeah, All right. All right. Hey man, take me down memory road. I'm listening. I did a lot of listening, but took me down you know a couple memories. <sighs> yeah, man, my twenties was wild. That's tough, bro. I um, my twenties was wild. You know, it kind of hurt my soul every time. It seems like uh, the wife um always got the action. Like it's you know, a lot of women uh, to solicit sex. No, nah, but it was like, you know, when they got the couple, the wife always got the action, and sometimes he ran into. Ah, look, <laughs> nigga, the party over. The party over. Facts. I can't. <laughs> He was like, look, I sat on the bed with my drinking, like, uh. Mm-hmm. No, but that's when he was waiting for the ladies to come out of the bathroom. Yeah, that wasn't the, the That was only his horror story. He he had a lot of Yeah. Not the one where he threw up. Yeah, he said he made that drink while he was waiting on the other ladies to come out of the yeah, bathroom. y'all got me fucked yeah. up. <laughs> she got to <laughs> pee. She got to pee. You ordered a pee on you? No, she said he calling the 30-second timeout. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, y'all. Man. Stop real quick. Hold on. Yeah, man, that's all, bro. If, if she in a look, party over, I'm not watching shit. If she just went to the bathroom to pee. She coming right back. He said, "When she came right back, they got right into it." Yeah, y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> so they, they gotta stop while you while you stop. It's your new interest, baby. Yeah, the Brahma Bull, baby. <laughs> we gotta knock it off. <laughs> coming down the ring. I think he's three hundred plus. <laughs> Ivan! Yeah. Yeah, wow. AKA! Oh, bull, baby. The Brahma Bull! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Ooh, man. One day I'm gonna go, though. One day I'm gonna go. I just out of curiosity. You and wife, you should go. Just, even, if y'all don't, even if y'all don't plan on fucking around, just go. Just watch. Just go watch and just. No, I mean. I don't know what I do, man. I don't, I don't know if I'm there yet. Like, you know. If we going and you know, it was a lot of dick sizing going on. <laughs> you know, if we going, you know, if we going and you know, someone I somebody you know, no, nah, somebody like you know, I am my wife and shit. I'm like wifey, that's a lot of dick you finna take there. Fuck no, nigga, she ain't thirsty. Oh, nigga, fuck shit. out of here. Nigga. I thought it was the funniest shit when he was like, "Yeah, my asshole," you know. Yeah, like, that's your first that trait. That's my goodness. That's, just that's the first characteristic you go to. That's it's wild. Crazy. It's wild being in that environment. I just, I, I remember when, like, uh, I had a husband walk up to me and was like, "My wife would really like to give you some head." Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, all right. 
Mm. Oh, his dick was uh. Nah, my dick was working good then. I ain't had any issues then. It's just, she's just like she, she's attractive. She want to give you some head. Like I would yeah. like that for her. She, like his purpose was to make his wife happy. Yeah. And his wife wanted to suck my That's dick, so he up. came and facilitated. That's a king right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you not there yet? Nah, you can fuck. She ain't giving no head though. <laughs> That's what she wanted to do. Like you, but you. you I'm talk, never doing 69 again though. That up, shit fucked me up. On the polyamorous though, like you know, you you talk about being in the polyamorous a lot, Vinci. So. Yeah, I'm dealing with uh, <laughs> women and women and women <laughs> and women and women and women and no man coming into this. And no other males, you and women. Nah. <laughs> and, and will if, you indulge? And if you do, you can no, fuck, but you no, can't. It's just not my my thing. So yeah, yeah. And one of the, and, and only dealing with women and women and women too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no man Facts, coming man. in this situation. So you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't no do it. You no can do a swap. Me. No, unless it's a uh, a couple of two women, like <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Shit, you, know you think it's selfish? Bro. Yeah, if if, if a stud, if a stud and a, a femme wanted to, you know, yeah, no head. That's, that's the is. only thing. That's that's my only. Do not give him no head. You ain't sucking no dick. So you fall, you with it then? Yeah. Don't suck his dick and don't give him no money. I've been saying this the whole time. <laughs> no, you didn't say you didn't. You just added no, no dick sucking su- dick though. Yeah. You, okay. You, well, you just added well, that it was part. all about money last well, week. Well, know that that's on there. That's on the list. <laughs> Ivy? <laughs> nah, oh, I shit. couldn't. I, I know I couldn't. At the bull, yeah. I'm yeah, I've been there, done that. Hip, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that other shit though, like nah. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do it either. Not not right now. I now mean, I don't know if I could do ever. Well, not, mean, definitely yeah, not, not right my now. My emotions ain't set up to take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh well. I'm definitely gonna be the nigga back. Hey man, you fucking the shit. Hey, nigga. <laughs> Hell no. Put your motherfucking clothes on. Hey man, you gotta chill on the thrust, <laughs> dog. <laughs> chill on the thrust. Hell no. They had me at the, at the crib. Oh. It secures the motherfucker. I'll be that nigga named Luda. Fuck that shit. That's not that beat, is it? Yeah. This is Fat Rabbit. This Fat Rabbit. Damn, man, I just beat that. <laughs> it's a remake. It ain't like it ain't. I can't get. The, I can't even get it. Look, that, that, that's, that's the shit they were talking about right there. That's the shit they were talking about right there. All right, y'all. We about here. Peace. First strikes again.